Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Judd Armstrong. Judd, you're the founder of Jaybird, uh, which <laughs> we were talking before we started the interview. Uh, I was a big fan. I was uh, into running tech and the Jaybirds came out and especially at the time, very, very innovative of an extremely superior product. I mean, light years ahead of what was available at the time in terms of wireless uh, earbuds. Uh, and um, so truly, I, I'd love to talk about that if you don't mind. And then, of course, uh, you're also the uh, founder of the Unlisted Project, which we'll talk about as well. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Josh. I'm excited to connect with you, man. We've got so much to talk about. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So prior to, I guess, you know, if we look at your background, you're, you're actually, uh, Jaybird was not your first company, uh, at least as far back as I can see, uh, originally from Australia. You're on the university swim team. Uh, you're in the Australian university games. You're bronze medalist. Uh, and then you, you fast forward to 2000 and you started a company, you founded a company called Zero P, or is, that, is, that, is it Zero P or Zero, Zero Op? Or? Yeah, Zero Op, which stands for Zero Paper. We, we were working on a wireless, uh, sorry, a paperless revolution at that point. Well, uh, that's so a, that's a noble effort. <laughs> well, yeah, it was like bleeding edge, uh, you know, getting medical records to be digital. And this was back in 2000, 20 years ago. So that was wow. quite something, something quite new. And it was, I didn't really enjoy it very much. You know, you got to find what you're passionate about sometimes. Sometimes you, you're not going to be passionate about the very thing that you're on, but you got to find some aspects that can get you motivated and excited. So I had to grind through that one and sold that and then started this Jaybird thing. Okay, so what made you think that you could start a headphone company? Now, just so people understand, there's Beats and Bose, number three best-selling headphone brand uh, is, is Jaybird and was acquired by Logitech in 2016 for $95 million. Not a bad exit. <laughs> yeah. Well, getting Jaybird going made us broke. So that first business I mentioned, you know, we had made some money out of that. After you pay your taxes and live for a couple of years, you haven't got mm. much left. Put a bit of money into starting a headphone brand. And, uh, you know, I, I hadn't done anything like that before. My dad said I was crazy at one point. So you're going up against big companies. I'm like, yeah, I know, yeah. I know. But, um, you know, it was, you know, I, I was very unsure of myself, but Denzel Washington says when there's that itch in your heart and there's, there's something there that you know you got to do. And we all tend to have something that we're either trying to get done or it's sitting on the shelf collecting dust and we haven't gotten to it yet. But that itch that's in your heart to do that one thing, he says that that's God's promise to you sent beforehand that it's already yours. And I really believe that like that was in my heart to me. I was like, we're going to change this and I don't know how I'm going to do it. And I know I'm nobody, but it's in my heart. I'm going to get it done. And how we had a you, lot of struggle. We went broke trying to get it done. Yeah. How did you know there was a need in the marketplace? 
for for what you had envisioned? Uh, really, um, our philosophy was always we make products for ourselves. And if we almost desperately want something, we figure that, hey, there's going to be a lot of other people who also really want that. And that was important to us to stay true to what we wanted as a, as a team. Mm. Yeah. But we, we you, actually... I know you... I know you, you at the time you or you founded uh, Jaybird was in Park City, beautiful Park City, Utah. And yeah. uh, so obviously if you're in Park City, you're doing a lot of outdoor stuff. Did did that factor into the the need for this product? For sure. Yeah. We we've got a very active crew at Jaybird and uh, you know, mountain biking, you know, mm-hmm. snowboarding, surfing, everything. You know, we're doing everything. And uh, that really factored into the the sweat proofing, the secure fit. There was nothing out there at the time. And uh, we, you know, the first goal was just to make a few on, uh, sell a few online and make a few bucks back. That was the first goal. <laughs> and uh, then you, you go on and on. Uh, we actually had to, my wife and I actually had to sell all the furniture in our house. We, we were camping in our house. Our neighbors lent us a sofa because they felt bad for us. We had sold our car. And uh, those are the kinds of things you got to do to put yourself in the position, position well, to win. What gave you the comfort level that this was the right bet to make? You know, uh, a lot of people direct their course in life by their head, <clears throat> but I, I'm a big believer in that our heart is designed to direct us. Our heart is our compass and our mind is designed to keep us safe on the course that we've chosen with our heart. And when you live heart centered, I believe you'll never go wrong. Hmm. So, all right. So you find, you know, that there's a need in the marketplace how do you work out, uh, you know, it's like you come up with, it wasn't you that came up with the design necessarily. You just had to pull together the right minds that could Mm -hmm. make this reality. And then of course, manufacturing, Mm -hmm. uh, that's its own (laughs) uphill battle. It was so hard to find anyone to make Bluetooth headphones back then. No one was doing them. Mm -hmm. And we had to find a, uh, a speaker company, teach them a little bit about Bluetooth with the guys that we hired and teach them a little bit about headphones. And, and uh, even then they gave up after a year, we had gotten our headphones into target finally. And at like first or second year, and then they said, Hey, we're kind of done with this. It's not really working out for us. We don't see a future oh in it. So we had, we could, we could place one more order and that was it. So that really, that was another hurdle, another struggle for us. Um, so where, I mean, what was, so you develop it. Where did you retail the first head, headphones? Uh, first retail was Target. That was our first retail account as, as well as Amazon. From, wait, wait, hold up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, so like our, you know, it's like someone saying, well, the first time I went out and tried running, I ran a four minute mile. <laughs> and, I don't know. <laughs> so how do you get in Target as your first retail? It wasn't your first retail exposure, right? No, well, see, we, we had Amazon and our own website. Yeah. And okay, well, there back we go. then it was all about Google AdWords. There was no social media. This was 2007 and Facebook was just barely starting to get started. So it was all about Google AdWords and we worked very hard to become number one on, on, on Google searches. And so that generated pretty consistent, modest little volume through our website and also Amazon. And uh, we had a really good um, sales rep guy that, uh, you know, had some relationships with target. And so that's how that, that developed. Wow. Wow. So what was the change? How did your business change when you got into the big box stores? 
Well, yeah, that's yeah. See, when, when we went to Best Buy, that was the big swing, and that was around about when when you got your Freedom headphones. Yeah, uh, that's a matter of fact, ago. it was Best Buy that I I'm certain that it was they had just come out in Best Buy, and I think that's where I was following a running tech blogger or something uh-huh. like that, and he said, hey, you know, you know, finally. And I like the name that you came up with freedom, right? Because that's what it was because yeah. Bluetooth headphones back then were just terrible. <laughs> if there were any, I don't even know if there were. I, that was my first Bluetooth. Uh, that was, those were my very first Bluetooth headphones yeah, uh, awesome. that, that I got. And yeah. it was wonderful for a runner because prior to that, you'd have to run this cord all around. And if you got you know, your phone in an armband, then, you know, it's like, well, how do I run the cord? The cord's always bumping into me. And, you know, one thing, you know, if you start doing long distance running, little things start getting really irritating. (laughs) (laughs) And so the fact that you can now run wirelessly and, you know, you just had the band around the back of the neck was no problem, you know, and then you could even, you know, tighten it up. Um, I remember the, the little thing that you could tighten up. So it was just fits so snugly. Yeah. Was was just a huge innovation uh, yeah. at the time, but yeah, you're uh, the in, the early innovators. Uh, I remember the the praise was just like, oh, this is incredible. Yeah, we had so many problems back then too. Like when we first got our headphones into Target, that first deal, uh, we had no buttons, no controls on the headphones because I was thinking simplicity, real minimal, and I, I went too minimal, right? So mm. actually, it was rejected out of Target. And we had to retool and redo the headphones when I'm already broke. Somehow we had to scratch and scramble to get that done. And then we got them back into Target. And then even with the Best Buy deal, the one that you're talking about where you got the Freedom headphones. Look at this. Look what I got right here. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) If you're watching the video, I'm actually holding up. And this, so it's got the three buttons right here. Yeah. Uh, Look at that. Yeah. These, maybe my second, I don't know if I bought a second pair or not. I don't quite recall. Uh Uh, But yeah. So these three buttons, so you'd have to press, you know, to get them to pair and all that right. other stuff. So uh, I love that colorway too, that white and black. It's very stormtroopy. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Great, great stuff. I was yeah. like, as you're talking, I'm like, wait a minute. I think I got them in this drawer <laughs> right here. Sure enough. <laughs> well, and then the second experience getting into Best Buy as well, we had problems yeah. with that headphone too. And they had to send it all back to us. So both times with both retailers, we almost lost that opportunity. So, you know, every time you come out with something new, you know, you got to, got to be, remember that things can still go south and you got to be able to yeah. work hard. So you're, so you're growing, you're growing and growing, you're getting, um, were you doing much in the way of like working with athletes or getting ambassadors to champion the brand? Or did you find that most of your pickup was just, I don't know, they came to us cause they liked our stuff. <laughs> yeah, we, our, our our ambassadors, our athletes, uh, we're just everyday people who are just doing really cool, rad stuff, real yep. authentic, no big names, just more like a Red Bull approach where you just get really excited about those people, like they're very authentic. Yeah. And we ha- we didn't have a big marketing budget at all. And that was a big challenge for us because we're going up, as you say, against Beats and Bows and other big companies. And uh, we really had to rely on our, our customers so we had to be number one. That was first first thing. We had to be the best product on the planet and therefore, and also just really love our customers. And that was yeah. our megaphone. Guys like you yeah. just talking about it. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And, you know, that's the great thing about the running community is, you know, people love to talk about what they're using and what they're doing and like every little upgrade 
you you couldn't shut me up, you know, when it would come to talk me talking about the the new things that I'd find. Yeah. Uh, so, um, Judd, you're growing. It's growing, growing. Distribution getting massive attention. Um, Logitech is is eyeballing you. What? How did that come together? Mm. Well, it was getting to a point where we had a tremendous roadmap. We had so many exciting things happening. We had seen tremendous growth where we were uh, pretty much doubling in size every year. So you've got that exponential curve that we've just experienced in life just recently. So everyone can see firsthand what exponential means. And it was getting way too much. I was self-funding it myself. Um, mm. You know, there, there was just a lot of work to be done. And I had a family, my wife and four kids, four little kids, and I was missing out on some yeah. of that time, right? So I figured, hey, things are so good. This is the time to sell. This is when it's really attractive. This is when it makes sense. So we, we had an investment banker. We went out to a mix of strategic buyers and also private equity. About 100 people, we, we sent this 100-page deck out to. And you get about five, uh, op- uh, five bids back, five offers typically. And we picked one or two of the best and spoke with them a little further. And Logitech's a good team. They win. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they certainly have, you know, a dominance in the market. And certainly, uh, I would imagine a lot of very valuable relationships that they could do something really great um, with the brand that maybe just a private equity firm by themselves, you know, wouldn't just have, just wouldn't have those relationships. I mean, I don't really know what I'm talking yeah, about. Right. You know, yeah. I'm throwing if out terms. Know, I don't know. Logitech is behind the UE brand as well, the, the speaker brand. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, Good, good, great fit, great fit. Uh, okay, so now you have a company, you've done an exit. And I, by the way, I totally sympathize with being in that position. And we know our own strength. We know our own competencies. And eventually, you know, you look at, well, look, I can run a seven-figure company, no problem. Eight figures, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, but, you know, you start looking at, you know, beyond 40, 50 million and, and, and where, you know, uh, and it's like, ah, you know, that's, I, I, I've never done this before. I really need, you know, uh, you know, a, a, it requires a different set of resources, I think more than anything, you know, yeah. in relationships uh, to be able to continue to grow a brand like that. And yeah. so I, I'm, compl- I'm incredibly sympathetic. Now, my question though, is you make your exit. When do you start going stir crazy? Because they're like, okay, I got all this money. I got nothing to do. You know, I'm, I'm, you know maybe you're, were you advising or still involved? No, no way. No way. I, wow. I was out to decompress and just, Clean just break. I went and, I went and bought a farm and uh, it was just a cattle station or a, um, a ranch, as we call it here in the States. And we converted it into an eco farm. So we were doing organic fruit and veg as well. So we have a bit of everything, including like this beautiful stream that runs through the property and just sitting in a tractor for hours plowing a field, I tell you, is the best thing. If you've just been running a business for a decade, <laughs> that's the best thing. What a great way to decompress. But meantime, while I was doing that, I was also trading Bitcoin in the evenings because I was trading sure. stocks and options before Jaybird even started. Jaybird was like mm. my side thing, just a fun project on the side. Mm. Um, so I went back to a little bit of trading in which I love. And uh, so I was able to do that. All right. So where does Unlisted come about? Well, so 
I, as an employer, I was always interested in the welfare of the employees. I was always encouraging people to do something entrepreneurial, whether it was flipping houses at the time, if that was the hot thing, or whether it was uh, trading stocks, or where it was actually just doing your own entrepreneurial endeavors. Because a lot of people just live live for pleasure because they haven't found their meaning and their purpose yet. And so entrepreneurs typically are the ones who are leaders. You know, those who live are those who fight. That's Victor Hugo said that. And uh, I think a lot of entrepreneurs try to live by purpose and try to live by giving back to the world. And so I try to encourage everyone to do that. And so I found actually a really nice formula with my trading. It's just 12 trades on Bitcoin every year that I'm doing. And it's mm-hmm. doubling money every six months. And I figured that, hey, it's kind of selfish if I'm just going to do this by myself. I may as well make an app and I'm going to have about a thousand people jump in. And uh, that's that we'll probably cap it at about a thousand people. And they can follow my method. It's really straightforward. Just 12 trades a year is like just a few, you know, maybe a couple of hours work a year. And if you start off with, say, $5,000, doubling that every six months, pull out a calculator, uh, that is a few, it's about a million dollars in about four years. That's the historical performance. Of course, I can't promise any future performance, but that's the track right. record. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I think some people might look at Bitcoin and say, well, it seems really risky. And mm. there's been certainly some skyrocketing ups a few years ago, a couple of years ago. And then there was a lot of correction and it kind of came down. And in some cases, you know, the headlines, you know, Bitcoin is crashing and that sort mm. of thing. So, I mean, I don't know if you can, you know, easily sum up the philosophy of your uh, approach to trading in Bitcoin, but what, what is it? Uh, so we trade both ways. So when in 2018, Bitcoin lost 80% of its value, which is just silly. And a lot of people jumped in at the top and lost 80% of their money, right? Yeah. We trade both directions. So we made you know, we, we make money as it goes up and then we multiply that growth as it comes down because we can trade and make money both ways. Our average loss is 6%. Our average win is 56%. That's... Well. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I mean, what, when, how does someone get involved or why would they get involved or what, what does it actually mean to be involved with the Unlisted Project? Yeah. So I'm looking for people who are either A, freedom fighters, who want to become truly independent, truly self-sufficient, uh, or B, who want to live more of their life purpose. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not really interested in making people you know, a little bit more wealthy so they can buy a boat. That just doesn't float my boat. <laughs> yeah. So if if you're if you've been wanting to be financially free, and if you're looking for a contingency plan, maybe you're running a business and you can see some uncertainty on the horizon next year with the way the world is right now, um, come have a look at what we're doing. I can really help help you to take steps towards um, you know really having it that contingency plan and, and a backup plan financially. Because in this world today, you really can't afford to be one layer deep in providing for those who depend upon you. You need to have something else to make sure that you're, you're in a good place. But also, if you want to live your life with more purpose, if you're chasing that dream and you just can't get there because you need a bit of money, I'd love to help with that as well. Yeah. So, your website yeah. for that is unlisted.io. You've got a video that kind of explains uh, the project, how you're working, uh, how folks can uh, engage with you there. Uh, you know, one thing that I wanted to chat with you as well, and, and you have a a new project that's that's on the horizon, and that's the Jump app. Do you mind sharing just a bit about that? Oh, yeah. You know, uh, as I've spoken to various people throughout time, and I'm sure you're, you're the same way, so many people, they have a dream that they want to do. They, they have a, 
a vision for themselves, but they just can't take that leap. There's something holding them back, you know, and there's various things that can hold us back. But really it comes down to when we're aged between zero and seven, life gives us one word in particular. It's either a yes or a no. And, and so if you have had parents who went out and were not afraid to fail and they had some good experiences and bad experiences, that's a yes in your life. If you had parents that might have raised you in a way that said, oh, you know, life's tough, you better just get a safe job, keep your head down, life will beat you up, that's a no. So yeah. it's not our own um, doing and what answer we get there, right? So as we go through life, it turns out that 95% of what we do, feel, believe, about ourselves and, and how, how we play out our life is based on the subconscious programming that originated back in that zero to seven age, age bracket. Turns out that we actually update that subconscious program twice a day. You and I, both you and I have done that, Josh, in this morning when we woke up, we mm. updated our subconscious programming. And last night when we went to sleep, we did the same thing. So there's two moments of the day. So you can prime your mind with positive affirmations, the things that you want in your life, and uh, you can redirect the course of your life. I've actually done that a couple of times before I even had this app. I created a, a mind movie in, in iMovie. It's just like a 10-second affirmation with, a, with an image and a soundtrack. You can do this in iMovie. You don't need my app, but the app yeah. makes it pretty straightforward. And so if you watch this two-minute little mind movie, add those two times every day, you will change your life. That's how I actually came up with Unlisted. I actually had wrote down, I'm going to make this much money with Bitcoin, and I'm going to help others that the purpose was that others will come and watch me and learn from how, how I'm doing this. And I did that in April last year, unlisted the whole method kind of unraveled within the next few months as I did that consistently every day, powerful stuff. Uh, so for someone who looks at that in a skeptical, how would you respond to uh, someone says, nah, that's just, you know, hocus pocus. <laughs> mm. Mm. It's, I, it, I would say, well, listen, do, do we know that basketball, basketball players visualize their performance? Of course they do. Yeah. Uh, every top performer visualizes their performance just because you're in, just because you're behind a, a computer screen or you're at a desk. Why should that be any different than someone who's on the court? You're yeah. on the court every day of your life. It's yeah. just, you know, we're on different courts. And so uh, why instead would you fill your brain? I'm sorry, I'm answering the question. I just yeah, asked yeah, you. go for it. Hey, uh, so, so welcome to Josh interviewing Josh here. Uh, <laughs> you know, but it's, you know, just to you know, add my two bits in it. I know we only have a few seconds left, but, um, you know, why on earth would you fill your brain with negative stuff like that is going to really sap your performance as a, as a high achieving business owner, entrepreneur, you have to bring your a game. If you show up to key meetings or you're, you're engaging with your team or clients or customers, and you're showing up at a B minus C plus level when you could have been at an A, try to tell me that that doesn't affect your business and your wealth. Yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, Kevin Hart said being negative is the easiest thing in the world. Being positive, that's where you take, take your life to places. And, and uh, typically if someone is thinking that way, oh, yeah, I'm not sure about that hocus pocus stuff, right? That's because they're living and thinking that they're a physical being. Turns out quantum physics proves that wrong. We're 99.9999% the energy between particle. And if you take all that energy out, we're like the speck of a dust. We're a speck of dust inside. So that tells you that we're just this energetic spiritual being and yeah. what we 
think and project for our life is what actually comes into reality. One example of that, I wrote myself a check once for $86 million way back about when you bought your headphones and then we sold sold Jaybird for about that price. So it works. Wow. You know, what you focus on comes into reality and, and uh, Jim Carrey did something different with 10 million and dumb and dumb. That's, right. that's where it came yeah. from. Yeah. That's right. Judd Armstrong, your website, juddarmstrong.com, J-U-D-D armstrong.com. On the website, you'll learn about Jump, you'll learn about Unlisted, and you'll see Judd's story about Jaybird. Judd, this is a real honor. Thank you for your contribution to the world. Uh, excited to continue to follow your journey of success. Thank you for uh, you know what you bring uh, to, uh, to, to help others live a better life. Thank you so much, Judd. Thanks, Josh. I love your work, man. This is great. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.